Welcome to the Monday Morning Memory Wipe. I'm your host, Craig Price. It's the 1st of November, start of eggnog season, so life is on the upswing. It's time to comb through the clutter and identify what you need to know so you can delete the rest and start your week with a clean slate. Before we start, let me remind you to follow the Memory Wipe on Twitter. Our home is StolenDroids.com slash MMMW. Subscribe to the YouTube playlist at youtube.com slash stolen droids where you can click the bell for notifications and if you have something to say, contribute, or just to drop a happy note, we're morningmemorywipe at gmail.com. Now let's get to priority one. The big news dominating last week was the release of Dune, and did it do well enough to earn a sequel? On Monday, the world realized the latest version released theatrically on HBO Max ended on a cliffhanger. No big deal, that happens. But rarely for movies that don't have part two already greenlit. With the world wondering what could happen to Timothy Chalamet's Paul and his new gal pal Zendaya, people speculated if the $41 million domestic weekend that skewed low due to the HBO streaming service was enough to get a conclusion to the story. They didn't have to wait long as Warner Brothers and Legendary announced on Tuesday that the spice must flow. The sequel for Dune was greenlighted for an October 20th, 2023 theatrical release with director, producer, and co-screenwriter Denis Villanueva returning. And just like a true spice dealer, the taste was free if you had HBO Max, but if you want the good stuff, you'll have to go to the theaters next time. And everything has a negative side. While the movie will be out in 2023, production won't start until the fall of 2022, giving writer-director Denis Villanueva little room for error to meet the deadline. It's fantastic news, but it's also kind of a burden, the director told The Hollywood Reporter. The good news is that a lot of the work has been done already regarding design, casting, locations, and writing. So we're not starting from scratch. It's not a long period of time, but I will try to face that challenge because it's important for me that the audience sees part two as soon as possible. It's not a sequel where it's another episode or another story with the same characters. It's actually a direct continuity to the first movie. It's the second part of a big, huge movie that I'm trying to do. So the sooner, the better. He also let his ambition for a trilogy slip when he added... If things go well with part two, I could foresee the idea of maybe doing a third movie, Dune Messiah. That would make sense to me, the director said. Like Thanos, everything Disney and Marvel is inevitable. The MCU is heading onto the high seas thanks to Disney's new cruise ship, Disney Wish. The massive ship will include the Aquamouse, an onboard water slide type ride that would be at home as an attraction in any Disney theme park. It will also include its own Star Wars bar, the Hyperspace Lounge. But everyone knows the most important part of cruising is the food. And that's where Avengers Quantum Encounter steps in. We already know that Disney's California Adventure features the Ant-Man and the Wasp-centric PIM test kitchen. Well, pack your Dramamine because they'll also be on ship to showcase new PIM technology, including the new Quantum Core, a device that can shrink and grow objects remotely. Each dining table will have one that will be part of an accompanying show. Of course, as you might guess, something goes wrong with the demonstration and it gets invaded by Ultron. Since Hope and Scott don't think they can take down Ultron alone, they call in some help in the form of Captain Marvel and the new Captain America. Attractions Magazine has confirmed that both Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lilly have reprised their Marvel Cinematic Universe roles for this cruise ship show. In addition, Brie Larson and Anthony Mackie will also appear. Ross Marquand will bring Ultron to life, as he recently did for the What If series on Disney+, and all the Marvel actors have already filmed their roles. The Disney Wish sets sails next summer with plenty of cruise dates available as early as mid-June 2022. Just a bunch of comings, not many goings this week. Coming to Amazon Kids Plus, Hello Kitty! Kids First will collaborate with Amazon Kids Plus on a new original kids program set in the Hello Kitty universe titled Hello Kitty Superstyle. There's a Hello Kitty universe? Well, anyways, the new series is being produced with a global audience in mind and will be made available in major territories around the world, including the U.S. 
The new 3D animated production will follow Hello Kitty and other members of the Cherry Town community as Hello Kitty uses the power of her magical bow to transform herself to any number of versions of herself, including, but not limited to, Explorer, Chef, and Popstar, as is appropriate in any given episode. We love how this new series combines Hello Kitty's signature kindness with bold new action and humor, Veronica Pickett, head of Amazon Kid Plus original series announced. We can't wait for our audience to say hello to Hello Kitty Superstyle. So expect a flood of toys and merchandise to soon follow. Coming to the Batgirl HBO Max movie, Brendan Fraser as the villain. Sources believe Fraser will be playing a supervillain known as Firefly. Firefly is the alter ego of Garfield Linz, a pyrotechnics expert who put his skill to good use working on special effects in movies. But when he's scarred by a fire at a chemical factory, he decides to turn to a life of crime, developing the Firefly persona, designing and building a functioning jetpack, and using a flamethrower as his chief weapon. Leslie Grace is set to star as Barbara Gordon, also known as Batgirl. She's the daughter of Commissioner Gordon, and the great J.K. Simmons is rumored to be returning to his role as Commissioner Gordon from the Snyderverse. Also coming, John Woo. Silent Night, the first U.S. action film in decades to be directed by iconic Chinese filmmaker John Woo, has Joel Kinnaman starring in a film that will tell an action tale without a word of dialogue. The story is pretty run-of-the-mill. A normal father wades into a criminal underground to avenge his son's death. This will be Wu's first U.S. film since 2003, when he directed the Ben Affleck Razzie-winning performance, Paycheck. And lastly, toss a coin at the latest Witcher Season 2 trailer. Netflix has released a new trailer for the second series of The Witcher, building on what we saw earlier this year at WitcherCon. The trailer focuses not just on the young Siri, played by Freya Allen, learning to become a monster hunter herself, training at the legendary Witcher holdout of Kaer Morhen, but also shows events that threaten to engulf the world in a war between empires, and maybe even reunite Geralt, played by Henry Cavill, with the mysterious Yennefer of Vengerberg. Monsters, mayhem, and obnoxious bards ensue, I'm sure. Witcher Season 2 premieres December 17th on Netflix. We'll be right back. Recorded live from FanX, our second of two live cast-offs pits Robert Neal against Brandon Ushio as they recast Doctor Who. This Tuesday, November 2nd at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to head over to matineeheroes.com slash cast-off to find your favorite video stream, or you can wait and listen to the results every Thursday on Matinee Heroes. Last week has come and gone, and tomorrow's just another day, but let's look forward as we optimize the week ahead. Today is November 1st, International Scented Candle Day, but be smart about it. Think outside the box on scents and maybe combine the day with National Calzone Day or National Cinnamon Day, two great smells in their own right. It's also National Authors Day and the start of NaNoWriMo, National Novel Writing Month, where people take 30 days to write something, anything, so they can ignore the excuse they just don't have the time to write. The goal is to get 50,000 words written by the end of the month, so you have a great start to your life's work, the mythic great American novel. Birthdays include Harry Potter's Nifedora Tonks, and Game of Thrones wilding actress Natalia Tena, the great Tony Collette, and Red Hot Chili Peppers frontman Anthony Kiedis. Tuesday, November 2nd, is Practice Being Psychic Day, which, if it works out for you, may make it easier for you as it's also Plan Your Epitaph Day, but not for those who celebrate International Skeptics Day. Or do they really? Birthday shout-out to hairstyle buddies David Schwimmer and Katie Lang. Wednesday, November 3rd, is Give Someone a Dollar Today Day. Feel free to Venmo it to MorningMemoryWipe at gmail.com. It will go to good use as it's also National Sandwich Day. Premiering on Netflix is The Harder They Fall. Gunning for revenge, outlaw Nate Love, played by Jonathan Majors, saddles up with his gang to take down enemy Rufus Buck, 
Black Superman himself, Idris Elba, a ruthless crime boss who just got sprung from prison. Rounding out the stylish western is an amazing cast including Zazie Beetz, Regina King, Delroy Lindo, and Lakeith Stanfield. Birthdays include Willie Scott herself, Kate Capshaw, Swedish tough guy Dolph Lundgren, and comedian Dennis Miller. Happy birthday, cha-cha. Thursday, November 4th, is International Stout Day. It's also International Candy Day, so have an imperial candy stout to mark the occasions. Birthdays include Sean Puffy, Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Diddy Combs, a guy who's just all right, all right, all right, Matthew McConaughey, and this will make you feel old, the original Karate Kid and now Cobra Kai star Ralph Macchio turns 60. Yep, you heard me. Friday, November 5th is Bank Transfer Day, which again, I'll refer you to the morning memory wipe at Gmail for Zelle, Venmo, or PayPal bank transfers. Remember, no amount is too big. And since it's National Donut Appreciation Day, I'll spend that money wisely. Birthdays include one of the lesser Hemsworth, Luke, mega talent and Oscar winners, Sam Rockwell and Tilda Swinton, and liquid killing machine from the future, Robert Patrick. Saturday, November 6th is Marooned Without a Compass Day, not sure why you'd celebrate that, but if you could take one food with you, if you were marooned, it would make sense that it's also National Nachos Day. If none of that appeals to you, it's World Numbat Day, and yes, Numbat is a real animal. Premiering on Netflix, the new League of Legends animated series Arcane. Arcane, built as an event series, dives into the delicate balance between rich utopian city of Piltover and the seedy oppressed underground of Zon. Known across Runeterra as the City of Progress, many of the most brilliant minds call these cities home. But the creation of Hextech, a way for any person to control magical energies, threatens that balance. The story follows the origins of two iconic League champions and the power that'll tear them apart. The show is Riot Games' first TV series and will have three episodes over three weeks. Happy birthday to a bunch of talented people. We like her. We really like her. Sally Fields turns 75. Also happy birthday to Ethan Hawke, Thandie Newton, and Emma Stone. Sunday the 7th is Zero Tasking Day, so, you know... Don't do anything. Relax. You deserve the rest. Birthdays include Adam Devine, singer Lord, and the man who turned me off of McDonald's, Morgan Spurlock. We'll be right back after this Big Mac attack. Dune's release and accessibility to screen captures created a slew of memes. Dune. People use space drugs to travel through space and gain superpowers. Me. Alright. Dune. Space drugs are only on a dirt planet with giant worms and this new space messiah. Me. Pretty reasonable. Dune. There's a character named Duncan Idaho. Me. Okay, hold on. Plenty of alternate desert scenes played out. But my favorite was this thread, if Walk Hard took place on Arrakis. Are you guys doing spice? Dewey, you don't want this. Get out of here. You're right. I wouldn't want it to negatively affect my interstellar travel. It makes safe and accurate interstellar travel possible. Well, I don't want it to cloud my mind. It awakens dormant parts of the human mind and encourages expanded sensory perceptions. Well, it must be pretty unhealthy. It triples your life expectancy. Does it mess with your vision? It gives you visions and turns your eyes blue! Which makes Dune this week's Meme of the Week. That concludes this week's Memory Wipe. Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter, at Memory Wipe. You can get past episodes on our website, stolendroids.com slash MMMMW. 
Please subscribe to the show on YouTube. You can click the bell icon and get notified when we have a new show. You can look for the audio version of the show on Apple Podcasts and your favorite podcatchers. And of course, email us at morningmemorywipe at gmail.com. Don't forget, if we didn't talk about it, you don't need to remember it. We'll see you next week.